Moncrief on News Talk. A survey by Witch magazine carried out last September didn't carry much in the way of good news for Irish airlines. Both Ryanair and Aer Lingus got just one star for their food. Of course, those carriers would argue that they are great in many other ways, yet it's true that the idea of luxury travel on a plane is really only for the rich. For the rest of us, it's more like a fancy bus. News Talks, can I have another gin and tonic correspondent? Henry McKean has been collecting various stories. Good afternoon, Henry. <laughs> Good afternoon, Sean. I do like a G&T in the sky. Uh, and they say that having more than one, you know, it feels it, like having it, four. Yes, it doubles the effect, apparently. But, yeah. yeah, and we are. We're talking about aeroplane food and how it's changed over the years for the best or for the worst. And it's difficult because you've got this aluminium heated up tray in the sky and we're trying to have flavour. And then flavour doesn't travel into the sky. You lose flavour. No, and it's a lot of the time. I think they're frozen anyway and mm-hmm. then they just kind of... What are they going to do? They're not going to cook it in front of you, well, kind of thing. If you, go, if you go first class, sometimes they do. But my mm, favourite, yeah. I know you mentioned, Ryan, that my favourite is the cheese and ham panini. I actually look forward to it. I love the Ryanair <laughs> cheese and ham panini. But, like that, but the cheese melts and you can oh, it's barely lovely. chew. It's, it, yeah. The cheese is almost like the sort of cheese you get in America. It's not quite cheese. It's like yeah. cheese sauce. Yeah. Oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so lovely. Yeah, it's, there's no and it's, tell you, Caution doesn't contain cheese. But it, <laughs> and, and it has such a lovely flavour. And uh, you, you order it when you get on and then 20 minutes later and it's so hot. You know, it's like this huge, you know, volcanic you know, yeah. thing coming over. But absolutely gorgeous. Love it. I met travellers and we get tips on food as well as upgrades and a bit of everything, really. I like having leg space, but that's not to do with food, is it? <laughs> so leg space is the big one for Oh, you. yeah. More than anything else. And do you sleep on board? No, but that's not their fault. That's my fault. And have you ever gone business? No. Always just economy. Yes, or coach, but I mean, as they say in the economy States. or a coach, yeah. Because, but I fly maybe three times a year across America. I came back from You're America. Just back. Yeah. You can't sleep on board. Why not? I can't sleep anywhere except my bed. <laughs> I flew again. I flew with Delta. I switched, and their food was really good. And again, I bought some of my own food. I just flew Icelandic Air, but their food looked delicious that you could buy you know what I mean but you didn't get it no no I bought in uh, I got food in Boston filled up my, myself and then I got oh lovely croissants in Iceland oh nice and so you had your own food on board yeah and for you have you ever been upgraded no I asked to be upgraded but they didn't do anything they didn't know you <laughs> yeah my son always asks to be upgraded and he gets upgraded so I don't know maybe he looks better than me you flew Ryanair. You got a sandwich. What was the sandwich like? It was okay. Now it's uh, it just, was edible. It just about yes. <laughs> was it the chicken and stuffing? Yes. Yeah. Flight miles. Um, yeah, flight miles. I think is quite a big thing. Like if you've got a credit card, or you just always use your frequent flyer number and just use your points, and then yeah, you can do that. You're just back from San Fran. What was the food like? On the flight, it was actually lovely. It was Irish food, so you can't complain. So it was beef stew. Beef stew, and did you get a breakfast? We did, yeah. We got some sort of a, it's like a McDonald's type of burger. You think you know those breakfasts so at McDonald's? Like a pork burger? Yeah, like a pate type thing, yeah. And how was that? Yeah, it was fine, yeah. Do you like eating on board? Do you like drinking on board? Do you prefer not to? No, I didn't have anything to drink, just a mineral. But um, no, I don't really like eating on board. It's not, com- it's not 
it's so, hard to open yeah, up it with is. a little it's sachet. It's awkward, yeah, it is awkward, but it's a long flight from San Fran, so you do need something. So we're looking at, you know, what, 10, 11 hours 11 hours, even though this one was only nine, so. Depending on the wind. Yeah, that's it, exactly. So we, we shaved two hours off of coming back. It was 11 going over, so happy days. And for you, when it comes to getting upgraded, do you ever get into business? No. I, I can't justify the money. You're tired? Yeah, of course. It's You're sitting upright for like 11 hours. It's awkward, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but it's the price you pay to go visit these lovely places. Right. That's uh, um, uh, some uh, uh, travellers. The thing is, though, mm. like I know... Um, I, I I must say people. It's an old joke about slagging off airline food, but yeah. I I like the the cheese. I'd avoid, mm-hmm. but like the dinner that they give you on on the uh, transatlantic, on, on yeah, yeah, on an on Aer Lingus the, yeah. flight that you, if you're going a distance, I always kind of I like that. Oh, they I can do. be they can be I lovely. Know, I know it's not. They can be really really. You you know you you can get a gorgeous meal. I remember years ago flying uh, business with Aer Lingus, and they gave me French fries on board and a steak. This was years ago now. This was 2006. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it, was, it was special. Yeah. And there was even a bit of sort of, um, what did they call it, gravy or sauce, pepper sauce or something. God, I'm making myself hungry now. And you're up there in the sky. It was just I wonder, gorgeous. did they cook it in those days, though? Maybe. I'd say they partially cook it. I remember flying another airline. I think it was Etihad. And I was um, business or first class again. And I was so excited. I just ate peanuts the whole time, drank champagne and forgot, uh, you know, I should have been sleeping and using the, the turning pods. into a bed. Yeah. Into a pod. I just got so, and then I tried to tip the cabin crew at the end. <laughs> and it went really bad. It was like something out of Mrs. Doyle. He just wouldn't accept the money. It was so awkward. Then the money fell on the ground and I had You're to like, scrabbling around looking for the money. And they remembered yeah. me on the way back. And they gave out to me because I was wearing shorts. I was only supposed to wear trousers. Um, but, oh, uh, yeah. Decrethia, but uh, no, it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was, I have to say it was fantastic. Loved every minute of it. Um, but, um, yeah, when it comes to, um, cabin crew and transatlantic, um, I met Darius. He's been at it for two years up in the sky. He's 29. This is what he had to say. What do you think of aeroplane food? The fact that you work as cabin crew? I think it's pretty good. Depen- depends on the flights and depends on the um, on the routes. So we have different kind of foods. It could be either uh, sandwiches or good meals. But I think it's pretty good, actually. So whereabouts do you fly in the world? Uh, mostly to the US. So to the US, it can be a real mix, and it's a long flight, so you've got to feed yes. them. Well, I think it, it's lovely that you can have a cooked meal on the long flights and a hot meal. Yourself? When it comes to getting upgraded, any tips? How can I get an upgrade? Well, first of all, you have to pay for uh, an upgrade if you go to business class. So, so it's money. only if there's a uh, available, yes. So you've got to buy your flight and then keep an eye out for a discounted upgrade. Yes. You can't just go to the gaze in a suit and say, can you upgrade me? No, you can't really. You can't really. Not anymore. No. You've got to make these decisions early and behind the scenes. No one That's just gets only, upgraded. Only if economy class is fully booked and they, they can't offload you. And if there are um, available seats in business class, they will upgrade you for free. And what's it like being cabin crew? Do you like it? You I think it's a lo- Yeah, I think it's a lovely lifestyle. I love it. I love to travel the world and I love to, to be all around. And how do you stay awake on the plane? Do you not get sleepy? We, we do get actually um, sleeping breaks. So we do get to sleep in longer flights. Okay, 
Uh, that sounds uh, quite pleasant. Uh, people are agreeing with you. Yes, Henry, I'm so with you. I love the Ryanair and Starbucks ham and cheese paninis. I don't know if they're this, uh, similar or not. They don't make them as good elsewhere. Mm, they are similar, actually. Um, uh, da- uh, Dan says he purchases a cheese sandwich but gets a free flight thrown in. That wasn't on a free flight, on a Ryanair well, flight. No, this it was- is it. And in fairness to the Ryanair food and drink, it's still quite reasonable compared to yeah. some of the city centre prices that we're but, paying for it. But that wasn't a free flight. Just no, 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 to, no, just no, to no. disabuse no, Dan no. of what he thinks going on here. <laughs> this is nerdy Dan, you know. We pay for our own flight. Well, for the most part. Uh, I went to Australia in 2000 for the Olympics. Didn't see one event... But I travel with Singapore Airlines. Apart from the beautiful stewardess and classy outfits, the food was fantastic. Actually got a menu and a big choice. In econ- That's an economy class. Crikey. I travelled on Lufthansa, Lufthansa uh, last year on economy. We got a chicken dish and a plate. Uh, we were the muck savages at the back of the plane. I always wondered... Uh, uh, what those in first class uh, got. And uh, my mum was an air hostess uh, with the Aer Lingus back in the day. It was classy. And yes, for first class, they actually cooked things in ovens, warmed bread and did silver service, says Caroline. The good old days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan is saying when flying Ryanair, the sandwich is more expensive than the flight. Right, I get it. Sorry, Dan. I I didn't quite understand. I've never been able to get a flight for €6.50. I mean, that's the price of the panini. Um, but I yeah. see what they're saying. And <laughs> remember, you don't have to buy the food on Somebody board. wants to know, have you ever flown first class? That that Abu Dhabi thing was... That, that, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I always get muddled up between business and first class. I did. Isn't it just like posh? You go left rather think, than right I, going on the plane. Yeah, I that's think you just get a bigger difference. area. I did. I, I went with... Um, Etihad and then obviously business with Aer Lingus, but very rarely. I think when we went over to do that Garth Brooks stuff in 2022, I didn't expect it. I think the pilot was a Garth Brooks fan. I, I was upgraded and I didn't expect oh, nice. it okay. just as I got on board. Yeah. Uh, and it was a total surprise uh, and uh, it was really quite exciting. But yeah. rarely, very, very rarely. It's normally as the now, American it, coach. It does now. And I've only flown once and that was, you know, I wasn't paying for it when we went to yeah, Abu Dhabi that's that time. Right. You were there with yeah. me. But you do... Mm-hmm. Like that, that had the the pod thing where you could fly, you could sleep in it. It was and then, yeah, like almost like a train cabin. Yeah, to and yourself. then it was like you woke up and you didn't feel like you know you didn't have you, that kind of you, foggy feeling you have when you're on a so flight. True, you do feel revived, and this is why people pay. I think on average it's four times the price of a normal Still, ticket because know. it takes up yeah. four seats or more. Uh, and you know, is it worth it? That's the argument. And I did get to chat uh, with uh, travel expert Owen Corey, and we talk about upgrades in airplane food. Owen Curry here at Travel Extra. I travel a lot. Uh, I've tasted a lot of airline food, probably eat more airline food in some months of the year than I do at home. What you've got to remember is your taste buds aren't going to be the same at six miles high as they are at ground level. That's a big deal, particularly for those selecting uh, wine, for instance, to go with business class. It has to be tasted under the right pressure or it just won't work. Almost all the aircraft food comes from the same kitchen. There's one major supplier. You see them in all the airports in Europe. You see them around the world. Uh, The food is being loaded on an aircraft. And then the next bay arrival airline is loading food basically from the same kitchen. Turkish are an exception. They have their own food kitchens, their own food supplier. But what makes the difference for the others is that some airlines opt for more expensive items like chicken, whereas others... Just stick with the basic fare. And when low-cost airlines started charging for food, it freed them up to up their game in this. I'm very, very fond of the Ryanair offering you pay for it, but sometimes you're paying less than you would 
uh, the food outlet in the airport from which you've just departed. Aer Lingus have done things with celebrity chefs down the year. Aer Lingus charge for food on their European flights. I do enjoy their breakfast. On transatlantic, food is more important. And they've teamed up with celebrity chefs down the years. I really enjoy and what I look out for is something unusual on a menu, something that doesn't show up very often. You get it sometimes from some of the Middle Eastern airlines and from Qantas. But the big problem with the airline food is that the number of suppliers is so small and the range of what the airline can offer you is so limited as a result. There is huge mythology about how to get an upgrade. You dress well, suit and tie, you march up to the desk with an air of authority and you travel alone. If these ever worked, they work less now. The reason is that the model used by business class airlines is that they try and fill every seat in business class That means if they're not booked in advance, they'll try to sell them off right up to the gate. They will have bidding processes. Usually they'd like to do that online with about a day to go. And even then, when they've one or two business class seats left unoccupied, if you're going to get upgraded, it can happen because the economy class is probably overbooked and they need to find someone to move up to business. And that's where being well-dressed, that's where travelling alone sometimes works. The reason being that it's occasionally left to the judgment of the person on the check-in desk as to who they'll upgrade. Right. Okay. There was a woman who, uh, she works Mm. as an air steward who we interviewed not long ago. And she said kind of, uh, um, it's probably best not to ask uh, because, you know, it gets their backups. But if you get, when you're getting on the plane, if you have a box of chocolates with you and you say, oh, that's for you. That's fantastic. That's such uh, and, a great idea. And, and, and then just leave it at mm. that. Don't say there's a quid pro yeah. quo here, but just give it to them. They like that little gesture. Yeah. And then so if there's room, if there's room, yes. they'll come down like maybe after takeoff. Yeah. Would Mr. McKean like to move up to? Wow. And have his that's, massage. <laughs> that's fantastic. I know I know what I do, and not so much when it comes to first class or upgrade, but I would pay the extra €8.99 to be able to sit at 29D. I like to sit at 29D. Oh, with the emergency door. You're, you're near the back. And I think if you're near the back, and you have a better yeah. chance of survival if something goes wrong. Okay, there's that. Um, yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know, you, you, you know that yeah. seat, like that seat where the mm. side doors are, yeah. and they say, you know, if there's an emergency, you have to open this door. Yes. I, like, I've seen people go, no, I don't want to do that. I don't have that responsibility. Like, put me on a different seat. They do. They check you out. If you, do, if you are seated there to see if you're suitable, to see if you're able. Because uh, you'd be first out the door. You, you would. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're not, Who wouldn't they, they, sit there? They, would, they move you. If you look like not a very responsible person, they will actually uh, take you out of that seat. But if you're at the back, sometimes not everyone wants to pay the extra eight ninety nine. So you might get three seats to yourself, uh, which I think is is worth it. Much cheaper. Oh than, yeah, then you can lie down. That's a then, nice, that's yeah, a nice much, deal. Much much cheaper than, yeah. than first class. Yeah. But but yeah, no, we we heard about different ways of getting in, trying to actually get that upgrade. I did speak to an aeroplane food lover who loves it. Here is one half of the gastro gaze. My name is Russell Alford, one half of gastro gaze. 
I am a restaurant critic, but I do kind of love airplane food. Why do you love it? I think it's maybe the mystical nature of the fact that you're in an iron bird in the sky and you're still able to eat a meal that's warm and I wouldn't say nourishing necessarily, but it's at least warm and comforting. And especially on a long haul flight, it breaks up the whole journey quite nicely. Do you think it's improved since they've started to charge and some airlines work with chefs to get it right? Our taste buds up in the sky are very different to our taste mm. buds on the ground. Uh, it, has it improved? I don't think it has. I think in a lot of cases it's actually gotten worse, um, which is a real shame because if you look at you know videos on YouTube of the heyday of uh, aviation back in the 60s and 70s and ham trolleys going down the, the aisles of an ham SAS. Ham trolleys, wow. Yes, yes, and like whole fish being carved at your seat. It looks at fantastic um, but nowadays it is a bit more just microwavable meals which is a bit of a shame I have a huge love for the Aer Lingus breakfast though that's one thing I have to give some love to Why do you love that? What is it? Is it because it tastes of home? It's all there squashed into a tray? Mm. What is it? I think that's exactly it It's also great value as far as I remember it's about 10 euro and you still get a cup of tea you get some bread you get two sausages hash brown tomatoes and the whole shebang It's grand for what it is it is heated on a very rudimentary oven in the sky and it does the job. I think maybe the fact that it's limited edition in the sense that you can only get it on flights until 11am so you have to be quick and ready and they have a limited supply on the flight it makes it a little bit more special. Have you ever been upgraded and not paid for it? Yes. How would you do it? I cannot reveal my secrets in that case, but uh, knowing the right people. But that was a very nice experience. First time travelling transatlantic in about 15 years, and it was lying down instead. Wow, an actual bed on board. Mm, Very, very nice. And the food, it is a step above. It's the way it's plated, the way it's put out. Uh, You get a nice little tablecloth. Nothing's too much bother for anyone. It's fantastic. Can we name the airline or not? I couldn't say what Shamrock it is, no. Okay. God knows who he's talking about then. Uh, uh, One texter says, Back in the 80s, I worked in London. Used to fly home fairly regularly with British Midland Airlines. Used to get your food on board depending on the time of the day. Your flight, you get either breakfast, lunch or dinner. Uh, uh, Indeed. Uh, Ian says, We flew Qatar from Dubai to Dublin. August 23rd, flat seat with duvet, etc. to sleep on. Bulgari toiletries. Just very nice. The upgrade was unexpected. Uh, Someone says Ryanair coffee is lovely. It pains me to compliment Ryanair, but credit where credit is due. Have you found... It is good. It's it's filtered. They've got these special filtered... I think it's Lavazza. It's it's absolutely lovely. Yeah. And and you mentioned the 80s. Uh, My dad, Hamish, used to work in Kuwait Airways. And back then, on board, you would actually have as you mentioned, civil service, a real stainless steel knife and fork. And it makes such a difference. Yeah, it yeah. really, really does. Yeah, it really does. Uh, of course, you can't have that now because it. it might be a you well, know, uh, threat well, of some th- sort. They're still kind of very blunt, but, you know, yeah. for obvious reasons. But mm. they're still uh, fantastic to have stainless steel. It makes, mm. it makes the food taste so much better than wood or plastic. Uh, for our 10th wedding, yeah, this is interesting. For our 10th wedding anniversary, we were flying to New York and have booked business class for the way back. It's an overnight flight, so obviously sleeping... Uh, we want to be sleeping, but kind of thinking sleeping in business class is almost wasteful. I mean, yes, being able to lie down is obviously a huge plus, but what's the use of paying all that extra money if you're just going to sleep for 90% of it? That's true. That's the argument, because you've got all these movies and you've got all the champagne, and then why would you sleep through that? But the whole point of it is, is to get some rest so you hit that ground running, so you're 
rested if you're a business person or you just want to be rested for the uh, for the wedding. Here is Fiona. Uh, she does a lot of business travel and she gives us some tips on getting an upgrade. It's not bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. You like it? Yeah, I do. But like if I do long distance and I've travelled business class, so it tends to be a bit better quality than the normal run-of-the-mill. Why do you like business? Uh, it's, it tends to be a bit quieter, although my husband uses it quite a lot for work, and uh, he said that increasingly there's a lot more children on board. So, so there's more kids in yeah. business, which yeah. kind of makes Defeats it harder. The object. Yeah, because it tends to travel for work. He'll be working the same day he wants to go and arrive. So he's paying relaxed. to be rested for that exactly, meeting. Exactly, yeah, exactly. He wants to wake and feel like that he's refreshed for a meeting. Is business worth it? And how do you get an upgrade? <laughs> well, I have had an upgrade to first class, actually. I was you lucky did? enough yeah, to regularly... My husband was out in Asia, so I was quite regularly travelling with, uh, I think it's Qatar Airways. And uh, just one day I managed to get upgraded into first class from business, which was a nice surprise. And did you ask, or how did it happen? No, I didn't. I just went through the checkout and it beeped, and I said, oh, it doesn't like my ticket. And they just upgraded me. They didn't say anything, they didn't... You must have been delighted. Absolutely, yeah. And had you built up air miles? Did they know you? Yeah, I travelled quite a bit. So by the time I got to that point, they were saying, welcome back to the airline, etc. So yeah. you must have been thrilled. Oh, and well, is it yeah. worth it? Is business or first class worth it? Is it worth yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I have problems with my legs. Not anything serious like thrombosis or anything like that. But the fact that you can lay out, that you feel that you've got a private space. As I say, my husband works abroad quite a lot, so I'd be maybe travelling on my own. It's quite nice to feel that you've got an enclosed private space rather than that you're tightly packed with everybody else. Are you a good traveller? Do you stay awake? Do you sleep? What do you get up to on board? Uh, I usually regulate myself, so I'll stay uh, I'll awake and I'll have something to eat, maybe a couple of drinks, and then I'll get my head down and have a bit of a rest and maybe try and get myself into the time of the country that I'm going to, so like wake up when they would be waking up. What was the best meal you've ever had on a plane? <laughs> Probably the first class was nice because they came out with a lot of like Arabic uh, like appetizers before. And nice. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know what to choose. There was so much to choose from. And I, and I think with business anyway, you, you can choose from uh, quite an extensive menu and they'll cook whatever you want, whenever you want. Mm-hmm. According to Tom, uh, first class is British Airways gives you your PJs and slippers. And when you go to change, they make their bed for you. They make your bed. Isn't oh, I love that it. Lice. Do they give you a teddy? Yes. Lots of people agree with you about being at the back of the plane as well. Brian Wexford says, it's true you have a better chance of surviving a crash if you're seated near the back. Sure, you never hear of a plane reversing into a mountain. Uh, another texter says, I also like, uh, I'm also like Henry when I fly with Ryanair. I always book 29D because it's near the back so I can get off early. That's if they put stairs at yeah, the back. Sometimes if they don't. no stairs. Yeah, you can be stuck there. Uh, on a flight home, we were asked by the hostess to keep an eye on the woman who tried to open the emergency exit door. Oh we never took gosh. our eyes off her for the entire flight. Don't know why they didn't move her. <laughs> she tried to open it. Oh, my God. Just have a look. Yeah. You know, just have a look. And someone says, uh, I flew to Boston a few months ago. We won't name the airline just to be on the safe side. I asked the cabin crew for a Coke and the steward asked me if I wanted it in a bag or a cad. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> that is interesting. Just a tad illegal. Henry, uh, thanks a million uh, for all that. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.